Hello everyone, this is Easy Natural English with Liam. So of course, my name is Liam and I'm talking to you from Okinawa, which is an island in the very far southern part of Japan, quite close to Taiwan. And as usual, I will be speaking to you with no script and no editing. And I'll be making my English a little bit easier but keeping it as natural as possible. And uh, today, I'm going to talk a bit about uh, Kindles, or kind of about e-readers in general, but uh, my experience has just been with the Kindle. So if you don't know what a Kindle is, um, or if you don't know what an e-reader is, then um, a Kindle is um, something that Amazon made, and it's um, a bit like a tablet, but it's very different from a tablet. So uh, today I want to explain the difference. Um, it might depend on what country you're in, because um, like, for example, I think, I think in the UK, most people kind of understand what a Kindle is. But um, here where I live in Japan, nobody seems to understand what a Kindle actually is. When I talk to people about Kindles, I think that they have this idea that it's um, just like a tablet. But, um, you know, if it was just like a tablet, then, yeah, there would be no point for it to exist. So they're actually quite different. Um, so Kindles, um, and yeah, today I'm going to talk a bit about why they're really good for studying languages. Um, you know, so for you guys studying English, I would really recommend using one. Um, so. First off, what is it? What is an e-reader? What is a Kindle? Well, like I said, it's um, kind of like a tablet, so it's kind of the same shape, um, but it's quite thin actually. It's not as thick as a usual tablet. Uh, it's very thin, and the screen is not like a kind of normal tablet or phone screen. So it's not um, it's not bright because um, I think a lot of people. Uh, who don't understand what Kindles are, they say, oh, I don't want to use a Kindle because it won't be good for my eyes. Um, you know, because we all know that reading on a phone screen or reading on a computer screen or a tablet screen is not good for our eyes. However, um, a Kindle is not like that. A Kindle uses some kind of technology that they call uh, e-ink, you know, like electronic ink. And when you look at a Kindle, um, when you're reading on the Kindle, actually it's a lot like looking at paper. So on the original Kindle, there is no backlight. There's no light at all. So if you are sitting in the dark, you won't be able to see anything. So it's just like paper. I think the thing it's maybe most similar to is if you remember... Um, like an analog watch. If you remember, um, you know, these days, a lot of watches have, a, I guess, like an LCD screen and they light up. But, um, you know, remember like Casio watches, uh, they just had kind of, you know, just very simple like black letters on the screen. And yeah, if you turned the light off, you couldn't see it. Um, so Kindle is more like that, but it's a bit different, um, but that kind of thing. So yeah, if you don't have the light on, you can't see anything. Um, also, if the sunlight hits the page, 
just like a book, you can actually read it very comfortably. So not like a tablet or a phone, you know, when the sunlight hits it, it can be hard to read sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's quite different. So it looks just like paper. And then there are types that have a kind of backlight behind them, but it's still not like a um, LCD display. It's not, it's not um, you know, really bright sort of thing. It's uh, quite simple and it just has like a light behind it. So it's not, uh, not bad for your eyes, like uh, using a computer or something. So that's um, how they're kind of different. And then uh, they use much less battery because um, actually it only uses the battery when you turn the page. So if you don't turn the page, it's not using the battery. It's kind of switched off while you're reading. So it can last for a very long time. You don't have to charge them that often. Um, by the way, I'm not a salesman of Kindles or anything. I just think they're very useful. And the reason that I'm talking about this today is because um, I used to use the Kindle before. Um, so I had a Kindle and actually my wife had one too. And we both used them before, but neither of us were using them now. Um, but um, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I study Japanese and um, I'm always trying to read as much as possible in Japanese. And before, um, you know, before recently, I was always reading on paper. So I'd be reading these books on paper. Uh, recently, I've been a big fan of Higashi no Keigo, um, who is a Japanese mystery writer. So I'd be, for example, reading one of his books and, you know, find a word or a phrase or a expression that I don't understand. And, um, you know, I'd have to, you know, put the book down or maybe hold the book in one hand. And then in the other hand, get out my phone and search the dictionary that I have on my phone or search the internet to find out what that thing meant. Um, and that process, um, you know, if you add up that that amount of time I use to sort of, you know, put the book down, get my phone out, search for the thing, um, you know, that's not, you might think, oh, that's not, doesn't take that long. You know, it takes... Um, I don't know, maybe 60 seconds or something. But if you um, add that time up, you know, if, if you like sort of think about the time it takes you to read a book and, you know, when you're reading in another language, you might need to check quite a few words and you add that time up, um, that, you know, is a lot of sort of wasted time that you could have been uh, reading more and then learning more of that language. So on the Kindle, you can um, have dictionaries downloaded on the Kindle and you can simply push the um, word, you just hold down on the word that you don't understand and a little dictionary will pop up and give you a definition. And uh, the thing I like here is you can download more dictionaries. So I actually have um, eight Japanese dictionaries on mine. Some of them are for pronunciation. Um, some of them are for um, things like um, proverbs and uh, some of them are just for definitions. Um, so yeah, that, um, saves already a bit of time, you know, not having to sort of go between two different things, just having the definitions pop up right there in your book, or in this case on the, in the Kindle, on the Kindle is very handy. And then the other thing that I find very good because, um, I feel like I can get distracted quite easily. So when you get distracted, you know, is when you're trying to do one thing. 
and then you start doing something different. So when I'm uh, reading on paper, sometimes I pick up my phone to check a word and then I realize I have a message or two messages or, you know, some pop-up, some alerts on my phone saying, hey, this person's messaged you or um, you need to do this thing or you've got an email. And then I start looking at my emails, I start looking at the messages and sometimes I forget what I was doing. I find myself 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, looking at my phone, and then I realize, huh, wow, I was reading. What am I doing? Why am I, why am I wasting time looking at my phone? So yeah, I think it's quite distracting to keep taking yourself away from the book. So with reading with the Kindle, I don't have to sort of remove myself from the book. You know, I can stay there with the book and stay focused better, I think. Um, so yeah, for that reason, I think uh, it's very useful for um, learning a new language. Another thing that is very good for learning new languages is on the Kindle, you can always read um, about 10% of each book before you buy it. Might be a bit less than that, but it's quite a good amount of the book. You can read it before you decide to buy it or not. And as a language learner, reading books in another language, I think that's a really useful function because, um, you know, I've had this experience where I buy a book in Japanese and then I bring it home, start reading it, and I think, this is maybe a bit above my level. Or I've done it before where I've bought a book, started to read it at home, and I realized that it was mostly in a dialect. So not in like normal sort of, well, standard Japanese, but uh, written in a regional dialect. So, um, you know, I am interested in dialects, but it's something I want to learn more about later. First, I just want to make sure I master standard Japanese first before I start learning too much about other dialects. Um, so yeah, for that reason, I think it's quite handy that on the Kindle, you can just download a book. You can read, like I said, about 10% of it. And if you think, hmm, this is quite good for my level. Also, you can check if you find it interesting or not. And then you can choose to buy the book or not if you want to continue. So that's another useful function. And the other useful thing is, um, you know, if you're trying to buy books in another language, um, so, you know, I live in Japan. So for me, this doesn't make so much difference. I live in Japan. I can go to Japanese bookstores and I have, you know, a huge range of books in Japanese. But there's probably a lot of you learning English who don't live in the UK or Australia or Canada or New Zealand. So you um, don't have so much, uh, you don't have access to so many books. Perhaps you have some English books you can buy, but there's probably going, well, there will be a smaller range than an English speaking country. And also the price is going to be higher. It's going to be more expensive because it's kind of an exotic product. It's kind of a special product. Um, so if you have a Kindle, and if you look at the Kindle books for your country, the English language ones will be cheaper than they are in like bookstores and things like that. Um, and then if you want to make it even cheaper, this is something that some people choose to do is, and you can find more information about this on the internet of people who have done this. I haven't done it myself, but you can create an Amazon account in the UK or in America so like, you know, for example, if you're living in France and you can make yourself an Amazon account based in the UK, you can just put in any address because you're not actually going to order anything, you know, like a package. You're just going to buy ebooks. You're going to buy these electronic books. 
So you just put in any address and you should be able to just use that account. And that means you can buy books directly from the UK at the kind of normal price. You know, you don't have to pay this expensive price that they cost in other countries. You can buy them at the original price that they cost in the UK or in America or Australia or somewhere else. And you have many, many more options. You have a lot of options and they'll be cheaper. So yeah, like I said, Kindle's pretty good for uh, learning um, another language if you want to read books in another language. Um, personally, um, you know, like I said, I kept reading a lot of books um, in pa I kept reading a lot of paper books in Japanese. And now I finally switched to the Kindle. I am thinking, you know, why didn't I do this sooner? Um, this is a much more efficient way for me to learn Japanese. It makes it much easier for me to search for words. Uh, it's very easy for me to buy new books. You know, I can instantly download them. Um, yeah, and it just makes the whole process uh, much more simple, I think. You can even change the size of the words as well. So, you know, now, for example, I have a daughter. Um, so if I'm holding my daughter, you know, she's still just a baby. If I'm holding her and, you know, I need to kind of hold my you know, if she's sleeping and I'm holding my Kindle away, like kind of away from my face, I can make the letters bigger. I can just like stretch it, open up, and I can see it a bit easier, which you definitely can't do with a book. So there you go. That's a bit about Kindles. There's also some other e-readers out there. But um, like I said, I've just used a Kindle. And I think Kindle is quite easy to use because it's just attached to Amazon. And yeah, you can buy books from there. Um, yeah, I mean, but if you don't like Amazon because they have kind of maybe questionable ethics, if you don't like Amazon, then yeah, there are other e-readers out there. Um, but anyway, that's um, all I have to say today. Um, if you enjoyed my podcast and you want to support me, then check out my Patreon page. There's a link for that below and you can come and join us over on Patreon and you get to hear extra podcast episodes. There's at least one every week. Um, so on the main podcast, you get two podcast episodes, but if you join the Patreon, that means you get to listen to three podcast episodes every week and you'll get lots of listening practice. Um, also, you can check out my YouTube page. Um, I haven't put up a video in three weeks, but I'm going to put up another one soon. Um, what else? And you can come take a lesson with me on italki. There's also a link for that in the same place. There's also a buy me a coffee page if you would like to say, hey, Liam, have a coffee on me. So there's a bunch of links down below uh, in the description of the episode. That's all from me today. Thank you all very much for listening and I'll see you next time.